Amen. I'd rather be in the presence of the Lord than anywhere I know. Amen. I'm just being honest tonight. Than anywhere else on earth. Boy, I'd rather be right here at the house of God. Amen. I'm being serious. Amen. I know uh, the other week before revival was in Isaiah chapter number 22. And that's where we're going to be tonight. I was wanting to get somewhere. Boy, and God just got us in this. Amen. And we're going to do our best to obey him. I found out a long time ago, amen, he knows exactly what we need tonight. Isaiah chapter number 22, we started out in verse number one. We read down through a few little verses there, and we're going to start back in verse number one again, just to kind of recap a little bit. Um, amen, we, we, we talk teaching and preaching about, amen, how we need a burden in these last days. Somebody say Amen. Well, we need to get a burden for our family. We need to get a burden for our country. Somebody say amen. We need to get a burden for our church. Ain't that right? That's right. Boy, we ought to get a burden for the word of God. Amen goes right there. That's right. Boy, I'm telling you, man, we need a burden, church. Amen. Don't expect the world to lift us up out of this mess. It ain't happening. Is everybody okay? All this stuff is going on out. Don't expect, don't expect the world to lift us up out of this mess. The only thing that's going to help America is praying people that get in touch with God. Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. So in Isaiah chapter number 22, let's read, start verse number one. The Bible said, The burden of the valley of vision, what aileth thee now, thou that, that thou art wholly gone up to the housetops, thou that art full of stirs and tumultuous city, a joyous city, the slain men, listen to this, we, we kind of touched on this the other week, the slain men are not slain with the sword nor dead in battle. Amen? I mean, but it, it, it's just a shame how many, how many children of God, how many warriors of the Lord are dying sitting on the church pew? Spiritually dying, sitting on the church pew, wasting, wasting precious time, Amen in their life that they could be serving God. Is everybody all right? Doing something for the Lord. Amen. The Bible said to remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Amen. Before the day, before you hey, before you get old, you get weak, amen. You get feeble-minded. Hey, while you're young, men, now's the time to do something for God. Don't wait till you get to be 50 or 60 years old and then decide to live for God and then decide to do what God wants to do. Hey, while you're young, hey, man, while you got strength to do something, that's what the scripture says. Amen. Hey, he said they're dying, they're dead, not by the sword, not even because they're in the battle. Man, I don't want to be one that dies on the sideline. Amen. When we got saved, whether we wanted to or not, whether we understood it or not, we was drafted into the war. Amen. Amen. That's right. We was drafted into the army of God. Is everybody okay? You are a soldier of Christ. Somebody say amen. You're a soldier, child of God. Hey, you've been saved, born, washed in the blood of Christ. Amen. You was drafted into the army. You're a soldier of Christ. Amen. He's the one that gives us our marching orders. So don't find yourself laid up on the sideline dying. Amen. They ain't even got started in the battle yet. Is everybody okay? Amen. Amen. Hearing what the preacher says, but never doing nothing about it. 
Amen. Seeing all the wickedness in the world and the sin and never standing up and saying anything about it. That's amen right there. That's right. Amen. Well, but it's time. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to do my dead level best, Troy, to try to make an impact in your children's life. Jesse Busby, I'm going to try my best to make an impact in your children's life. Kyle Busby, I'm going to do my best to help your children. You other men, amen, I'm going to do my best, amen, to help your boys and your girls, uh, boys and girls, amen. There's only two boys and girls. Is everybody all right? I'm going to do my dead level best to help him. But I'm telling you right now, Jesse, Kyle, Mason, Troy, you men are going to make a bigger impact in your children than I'll ever make. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Amen. What are you going to do, Jonathan? Amen. You're going to depend on me to make all the impact in their life? No. Amen. We've got to be active in their life, proactive. Teaching them about the Lord. Not just teaching them about the Lord, but living an example before them. And show them what's really important. Matthew, you got two boys. You're going to make a bigger impact in their life than I ever will. I'm going to try to help them. I'm going to do everything a pastor should do. I'm going to love them. I'm going to preach them the truth. Amen. But you, friend, will be the biggest influence in their life, especially while they're young. You know why? You know why? Because when they're young, they look up at daddy and all they see is the greatest superhero that ever walked the planet. Can do anything. If daddy says it's so, it's so. And can't nobody convince them otherwise. Well, I know he's going down this route. Amen. But I'm right. I'm right. Mama, you'll help them girls more than I will. So anyhow, don't don't find yourself dead but not even in the battle. Amen. Don't waste precious time. Amen. It's about, hey, it's about teaching them about what thus saith the the Lord. Amen. More so than what's out there in that world. Amen. Verse number three, all thy rulers are fled together. They are bound by the archers. All that are found in thee are bound together, which have fled from far. Therefore said I, and here, here we got down to this. Boy, somebody getting a burden. Amen. There said I, look away from me. I will weep bitterly. I'll ask you a question. What was the last time? I don't, boy, I ain't trying to pick on the daddies, but I am. What was the last time you really wept bitterly over your child's future, your child's salvation? Come on, talk to me now. I've said it before. I'll I'll just go ahead and say it tonight. If your child grows up and becomes a great millionaire and can buy anything this world's got to offer and dies and goes to hell, you have failed them as a parent. The most important thing in their life is not not how much, what, what, what job they hold. It's whether or not they ever meet the Lord. It's if they've got somebody living in front of them Amen. Uh, uh, Leading them to the cross. Somebody say amen. Whose life is lived in the shadow of the cross. That's where I want to live my life. That's how you're going to be the best example of mamas and daddies is if we live our life under the shadow of the cross and we can get them to the cross, they'll be okay. 
Amen. There'll be everything else. Everything else will work out sooner or later. But bloody, we better get them to the cross. Amen. He said, look away from me. He said, I'm going to weep. I will weep bitterly. Amen. I'm, I'm going to be broken over this. Amen. It's time we get broken over our children. It's time we get broken over our church. It's time we get broken over our country. It's time we get broken for the things of God. Amen. And find out the will of God for our life. For our life. We're seeking everything else. I know y'all thought we'd just have a little poem reading tonight, didn't you? Everybody okay? It's preaching time. Therefore said I, look away from me, I will weep bitterly. Labor not to comfort me because of the spoiling of the daughter of my people. Boy, if we could ever get a burden for the people of God. How many do we know? I mean, being honest now. How many people do we know? just from this church. And I mean, it don't take, it don't take rocket scientists. What color is that? Red. Red is red. How many people do we know? And I ain't judging. What color is that? Red. How many people we know out of this, from this church, that's been in this church, for years, has walked out and is out of the will of God. Somebody, oh, you judging, you say they're out of the will of God. I know they're out of the will of God. Amen goes right there. Just like I know that's red. Just like I know they ain't but two genders. Is everybody okay? I know they're out of the will of God. Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. Amen, buddy. We better get a burden for them. Some of them don't even go to churches nowhere. They're out in the world. They're all mixed up, messed up. Amen. Tangled up in sin. Amen. Trying to get things fixed. Trying to get things worked out. But their perplexity, they're just tangled up. Making their life difficult. Making their parents difficult. Making their friends' lives difficult. Is everybody okay? Because he said, I got ahead of myself a little bit. He said, look away from me. He said, because it's spoiling my daughter and people. He said, I've got a burden. I'm broken for him. He said in verse 5, for it is a day of trouble and of treading down and of perplexity. And that word perplexity means to be entangled or in confusion. And it doesn't stop there. And it means to make complicated and difficult. Listen to this to understand or unravel. Is everybody all right? Amen. It's a day of trouble and perplexity. If we're not living in that day when they're trying to confuse things and make things hard to be understood, I was talking, I was talking, to, uh, I was talking today, and I'm just going to tell you, amen, I would just lose my job. I can't figure out all these new, new pronouns. Who's called what? I'd call he, he, and she, she. Is everybody all right? I'm not calling him, her, or her, him. Is everybody okay? They'd have to run me. I just, I, and it's not that I want to be rebellious. I just can't figure it out. Is everybody okay? They, them, uh, uh, sis, si, su, si, whatever. I don't know. Is everybody okay? I am an M-A-N man. I know that. Is everybody Okay. 
And I'm, where, and, and I'm married to a W-O-M-A-N woman. Hallelujah. That's the only two that matters. Is everybody all right? Well, the perplexity, it's a day of trouble. Man, if we, don't, if we don't get our children and we don't teach them what's right, don't expect the school system to. Don't expect the world to. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. But if they get their hands on them and warp their mind and mutilate their bodies, they'll do it. They'll do it. And they'll say, now don't you tell your mom and daddy. You know what? When I was coming along Mason and an adult told me not to tell my mom and daddy, Amen. It was up to no good. My daddy said, you tell me, and I'll deal with them. Is that right? Ain't that how I was was raised? Amen. Somebody puts their hands on you. Uh, I mean, I was a little bitty. I can still remember my dad said to me, boy, if a man ever touches you, a man ever does this or that, if he's speaking to you and trying to tell you not tell me, you tell me I'm not going to hurt you. You won't be in trouble, and I'll deal with them. Amen. I remember my dad having that little conversation with me as a little bitty boy. Are you hearing me? Never had to worry about it much back then, though. Well, how we got off on all that. Amen. Hey, listen to me, children. You tell your mom and daddy somebody touching you, somebody bothering you, somebody telling you not to tell them, you tell them. Somebody says, hey, don't tell, you tell. You tell. They're going to hurt you. You tell. You won't be in trouble. You tell your preacher, I'll deal with them. Oh, yeah. I, hey, you talking about getting unraveled? I'll unravel them. Is everybody okay? Let one of them put their hands on one of these around here. Hey, Amen. We done run off a couple of pedophiles. I don't have a problem running them off. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? My wife was scared to death. That boy, what was it, about six, six out there? I walk out the floor, fell. Hey, boy, it's <laughs> like the guy on out there, boy. I said, let me tell you something, sir. Get back in your car and leave. Hey, Amen. I said, we done found you on the internet. What was he doing? He was hunting. He was hunting. He was hunting. Somebody said, y'all not be that way. I'm going to be that way till God takes me home. Amen. We got too many precious little fruits around here. Amen. That I'm not going to let some uh, whacked out pedophile get their hands on. Is everybody okay? There's enough churches with old folks in it they can go to. Amen. You want to know why they won't flock to these churches with children? Because they're wackos. Amen. They're perverts. Is everybody okay? You mean you run them off? I sure did. I said, let me tell you now, you get in your car and leave. I said, and don't come back. He popped off. My wife said, she see me step up like that. I said, yeah, you seen it because I've been men, boy. Amen. I just, I, uh-uh, that makes my blood boil. Somebody said, oh, now, Brother Trace, that's just mean and everything. No, what was mean was when he ripped that little kid's britches off. Everybody okay? Let's just get real real. I know y'all don't like that, but that's the cold hard facts. Then some other church let him come over there and he molested one of theirs. Is everybody okay? Talked about us like we was dogs. Talked about me like I was the meanest man in the world. Yeah, but I didn't have to get up and look at my congregation and say, oh, I'm sorry. I know he was, I know we had a snake, but I didn't think he'd bite. I don't know how we got off on that. Amen. Perplexity, day of trouble. And you know what? He got a burden. He got a burden. Amen? I got a burden. I got a burden for our church. I got a burden for our country. Man, we're in trouble. 
And so here he goes. He says, look away from me. He said, he said I'm going to weep bitterly. Amen. Verse number 6. And Elam bare the quiver with chariots of men and horsemen and Kerr uncovered the shield. It shall come to pass that thy choicest valleys shall be full of chariots and the horsemen shall set themselves in array at the gate. Now listen. And he discovered the covering of Judah. And thou didst look in that day to the armor of the house of the forest. Hmm. Amen. Buddy, we better start looking back to the house of God. Amen. Listen to this now. Ye have seen also the breaches of the city of David, that they are many. And ye gathered together the waters of the lower pool. And ye have numbered the houses of Jerusalem, and the houses have ye broken down to fortify the wall. Man, these people are making plans to protect, amen, what they have, and they're getting ready for war and battles. Everybody okay? They're making prep. They're setting things up. They're fixing to dig ditches and, and make sure they got plenty of water. Ye made, verse 11, also a ditch between the two walls for the water of the old pool. Boy, these people right here, man, they're, they're coming together to make a stand. Is everybody all right? Sounds pretty good. Sounds real good. I mean, man, they're, they're, they're putting their military thoughts together and they said, this is what we need to do. Man, they started breaking down houses. They started fortifying the walls. They dug a ditch for the water. Amen. Verse 11, you made also a ditch between the two walls for the water of the old pool. But ye have not looked unto the maker Thereof. Neither had respect unto him that fashioned it long ago. Well, when we set out, no matter how good our intentions are, no matter how, how well it might appear to be such a great idea and such good planning, if we've not sought God in the process, is everybody okay? If we've not started out with God, Brother Darrell, amen, when I've got troubles and trials in my life, when I've got situations that's facing me, when I've got an enemy that's coming towards me and trying to, buddy, I'm going to get along with God first. Amen, I may have to dig some ditches. I may have to fortify some walls. Amen, but I'm going to seek God. And if God says do it, I'll do it. But God might just say, hey, you hold on a minute. I'm going to defend this city. I'm going to fight for this city. You just hold on. I'll take care of your enemy. That's what he done over there for Hezekiah. Y'all remember that? When God said, hey, don't you worry about it. They're not going to shoot one bow here. They're not going to tear down one wall. I'm going to defend this city, and I'm going to fight for it. Is everybody okay? Oh, we can make all the plans we, we want. Amen for our life and everything else. We can make plans for our children. We can set up college funds. We can set aside money and finances. We can buy them cars and nice things. Amen. But if we ain't sought God, if we've not looked to the maker thereof, uh, is everybody all right? Uh, amen. We might miss the mark. They might be in a mess. We might get in a mess. Is everybody okay? Oh, yeah. He said, they've not even looked to the maker thereof. 
They've not sought him long ago who had established it. And in that day, verse 12, did the Lord God of hosts call to weeping and to mourning. It's not a joyous day when we start leaving God out. It's a day of weeping and mourning. When we start leaving God out of the equation and out of the, the, the decisions in our personal life, in our own lives, that's why, that's why here at Calvary Baptist Church, y'all notice, we don't, Brother Richard tell them, we don't really get in a hurry about nothing. Amen. Them seven men will get back there and they'll talk about something. They'll say, we got to pray about this. I, and I'll say, you're right, we got to pray. And we'll pray and we'll pray and we'll seek the Lord, Brother Eric. Amen. And everybody saying, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this. Okay, we're praying about it. We're praying about it. Church members say, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this. Deacon say, yeah, okay, okay, we're, pray, we're bringing that up in Deacon We're praying about it. And they're not trying to just push you to the side. We're really praying about it. We're really seeking God about it. Why? Because that's the, that's the very first step. Amen. In anything we do here, I know there's emergencies come up sometimes. Pipe bust. Hey, got to get it fixed, man. Everybody okay? Can't bring that before the church. Amen. Can't wait let the water run all week. Bring it before the church. Is everybody okay? Uh, they some things. Amen. Uh, the, the maintenance around here, stuff like that, we, we get that taken care of as quickly as possible. But these things, these things, amen. Church says, we need to do this. We need to do it this way. We need to do it this way. Wait a minute. We got to pray about that. Amen. We got to, that's the very first step. If you leave a first step out, the rest of it's off balance. Out of off centers. Everybody okay? Amen. The problem with the most folks in this world is they've left God out of their decision making. They made their own decisions. They made their own, you know, the old saying, made their own bed. Now they got to lay in it. Is everybody all right? They don't like the bed they made. Is everybody okay? It's too short. It's too narrow. It ain't got the right amount of covers on it. It's too hard. It's too lumpy. It's too soft. Their bed is uncomfortable. Amen. Well, I'm sorry. You made it. Because we left God out somewhere. Oh boy, it's preaching time. Amen. And that's what they're going on here. They've not sought to the maker thereof. They've not sought to the one that fashioned it long ago. They've not sought the one who wrote the book, who spoke the words. Is everybody okay? That's what I want to do. That's about do it. That's your bed. You got to lay in it. Is everybody okay? What does that mean? That means that's your life. You got to live it. That's the one you made for yourself. Because we left God out. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Can I tell you this? It's never too late to get God in it. Amen. Never too late to ask God to come in and help you. Amen. And get things worked out, get things fixed. Amen. And start seeking God on every decision you make. Every time you get up in the morning. So, okay, God, here I am. Lord, here I am, Lord. I'm getting out of the bed and I'm going to need you the rest of the day, God. God, will you direct my path? God, would you go before me? Amen. And prepare my way. God, will you remove the enemy out of my line? Amen. So that I can walk today. Amen. And be an effective witness. This for you. Amen. We need to have God first. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. And this is what they've 
they left out. Boy, they had great plans. They had a, they had a great plan. Not only plans, but they had a great plan. Plan of attack, a plan of survival. But I'm sorry, didn't turn out that way. Didn't turn out that way. Psalms chapter number 127 verse 1 says, Except the Lord build the house. Did y'all know that's in there? Psalms number 127 verse 1 says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Is everybody okay? And except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. We, we, can't, we can't do this on our own. We can't fight this battle by ourselves. I'm trying to, to build my life, Brother Tracy. I'm trying to, to raise my kids and teach them right from wrong, okay? Amen. Except the Lord build the city, build the house. Is everybody all right? Amen. You better have God center in your family. You better have God front and center in your home. Amen. You better seek God on the decisions you make for your children, for your marriage. Is everybody all right? And let God have the final say so. Oh, that's right. That's good preaching, Brother Tracy. That's good preaching right there. Is everybody okay? We got to have God number one. He can work all this other out. We need to seek God first in everything we do. Amen? I want you to turn to Joshua chapter 24. very familiar scripture and it'll help us tonight Joshua chapter 24 Bible said we'll start reading in verse number 14 now therefore now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity listen to this and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve you the Lord. Like I said earlier, men, you're going to make the biggest impact on your child's life, daddy. Amen. Then there's some, there's some things my daddy done. Amen. Are you hearing me? Made an impact on my life and it was wrong. I don't want to serve the gods my daddy served. The gods of alcohol. Is everybody all right and abuse? Is everybody okay? I don't want to serve them gods, my, my daddy served. Amen. Some of y'all, some of y'all better be careful of gods you let your children see you serve. Amen. You don't want your children serving the gods of dope and addiction. Per, per, perversion. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Everybody listen to me now. Amen. He said, put away the gods that your fathers served. Amen. What God did your daddy serve that made a scar on you? That left an impact and imprint on your heart. Is everybody okay? Oh, it's preaching time. Amen goes right there. That's right. Amen. I got my boots on tonight because I figured some of y'all try to kick me. Kick me in the leg. Amen. Yeah. Then put them away. Put them away. And he said, listen to this. On the other side of the flood in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. 
See, it's never too late to put away those gods, amen, that's, that's making scars on your life and, and, and abusing your family. It's never too late to put them away and start serving the Lord. Amen. Surrender it all to him. Everything. And if it seem evil unto you, verse 15, if it seem evil unto you, See, we like this next little part. We forgot about that verse before, though. Them other gods. But this is what he said, verse 15. If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord. I mean, really, does it seem a bad thing to serve God? To just let God have complete control of your life? Does it, does it seem like a bad thing to you? I want to have control of my life. I'm my own man. Okay, well, let me tell you something, sir. I'm my own man too, but I belong to God. I'm, I'm God's servant. He is my master. Amen. I know, I know, I know that ain't proper today. Folks get offended when you say God's your master. Is everybody okay? But he's mine. I've, I've surrendered my life to him completely, wholly, entirely. Amen. Doesn't mean I'm perfect, not by a long shot. Listen to what he said now. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to hurry. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day. There's a choice. You're just going to have to make it. You're going to have to make up your mind. We all have got to some, come to the place in our life, somewhere in our life, where we have got to make up our mind. We're going to serve God or we're going to serve the devil. There ain't no in-betweens. Are you hearing me? The devil has, has, has polluted this thing and diluted this thing, trying to make people you can straddle the fence. That's a lie out of hell. You can't straddle the fence with God. God didn't say, God didn't say come halfway up. God said come up out of the world. Is everybody okay? Separate yourself. That's what God said. God didn't say unite with it. Is everybody okay? Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And I will be your God, and ye shall be my children. He said, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, the gods of addiction, the gods of corruption, the gods of perversion. Everybody all right? Gods of fence straddling, lukewarm. You know what God said? I'd rather you be hot or cold. In other words, I'd rather you serve me or serve the devil. Amen. Why? Because if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. That's what it said. Probably won't get this message down at the Southern Baptist Church. Definitely ain't going to get it down at the First Baptist. Certainly won't get it down at the Worship Center. Is everybody all right? Amen. But that's what the scriptures say. We're just sticking with the Bible. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. And he made, he made a conscious choice and a decision, and he made a public statement to the world, to his family, to everybody. He wasn't holding it back. He wasn't slipping around. He wasn't trying to hide it. He said, you know what? God's been too good to me. He said, but as for me and my house, me and my, I got no control over anyone that don't live under my roof. 
Amen. I, 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 I run my house. I am the man of my house. Is everybody all right? He said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Made up his mind. Made a proclamation to the world. Let his family know. Put them on notice. Hey, I'm not going the way of the world anymore. I'm going to serve God. Amen goes right there. Oh, that's right. It's, hey, he said, I'm going to let everybody know. Amen. I'm not, I'm not the man I used to be. Somebody ought to shout. Thank God. When I think about where God brought me from, where he found me at, I was rotten and no good. I was no account. Amen. Ain't none of y'all no worse than I was. Amen. And I'm telling you right now, God saved me. I ain't got to say, I'm not ashamed to stand on the highest mountaintop and shout to the glory of God that Jesus Christ is Lord. God is God. Besides him, there's no other. He has complete control of my life. Put my family on notice. Is everybody all right? Now listen to this. Verse 16, because it didn't stop there. And the people answered and said, listen, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Is everybody okay? It's not a shame to have... Let me read on. I don't want to get ahead of my For the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt. When you see that land of Egypt, that's a type and a shadow in your Bible of the world. Of the world. Of this this mess that's going on out here right now. Right? That's what it's a type. It's a type and a shadow of the world. So he brought us up out of the world. Saved us. It didn't just stop there. From the house of bondage. I think sometimes we forgot where God found us. We get a little prideful as a child of God. Are we all right? If we ain't careful, we'll forget where God's brought us from. And if we're not careful, we forget where he brought us from, we're liable to wind up back there. Bondage. Noah Webster's 18.28 says, It is slavery or involuntary servitude. I don't know... I know a lot of, I know, I know, I've known a lot of drug addicts over the years. I've known a lot of alcoholics over the years. I've known a lot of, a lot of ladies, amen, that, that, that got in uh, uh, bad lifestyles. I don't know any of them that, that set out and said, this is the life I want. But somewhere along the way, the devil got a hold of them and captured them and brought them into the house of bondage. Listen to this, bondage, slavery, or involuntary. They didn't go voluntarily. They didn't set out to wind up there, but that's where they wound up. Involuntary servitude, captivity, imprisonment, restraint of a person's liberty by compulsion. What is that? By force. Amen? By force. The devil is a force. He is a real life force. And he will do his best to bring you into servitude. Amen. He will will do his best to force you to submit to his will and lose your liberty in God. By compulsion, in Scripture, listen to this, in Scripture, this is what's in our, our founding dictionary for this country. He always, most of the time, Noah Webster referred back to the Bible for definitions of words. 
Why? Did you realize Noah Webster's could quote the, the, the King James Bible chapter and verse? The entire Bible? And this is the man that wrote our dictionary that they've changed and watered down. You've got to get the originals. Hallelujah. Amen. Scripture is spiritual subjection unto sin and corrupt passions. Wow. Wow. That's what the devil wants to do. He wants to bring you back into bondage. We have to make up our... See, we have a choice. They said God brought us out of Egypt and out of bondage, out of the house of bondage. Why? Well, I want you to go down to Exodus chapter 3. This is where it all started. This is where it all started. This is how, this is how you make your choice. This is how you escaped the bondage. And this is how you're going to stay out of the house of bondage. In Exodus chapter number 3, verse number 1, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight while the bush has, is not burnt. Verse 4, And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet. For the place where thou standest is holy ground. Boy, it do us good to get on that holy ground. Did you know you could get on that holy ground with God? Child of God. Don't let the devil deceive you. Don't let the devil beat you up. And you think, you think because, because God pulled you out of the house of bondage and the devil's trying to pull you back in that you can't be used of the Lord. That's a lie to hell. Amen. Moses killed a man. And Moses got on the holy ground. And God used, are you listening to me? Are you hearing me? So listen to this in verse, more, verse number six. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face. And he was afraid to look upon God. And listen to this. You remember what, that's what we said over there? But we said over in Joshua, they said, God brought us out of Egypt and the house of bondage. He brought us up out of the land of Egypt and the house of... Remember where you was when God found you. How low you was. How wrapped up, tangled up in sin we were. Is everybody all right? And the Lord said, verse 7, listen, this is why, this is how... This is how they escaped the house of bondage. It wasn't because they was good. It wasn't because they was holy. It wasn't because they was raised in church all their life. It wasn't because they was good people. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. Now listen, and have heard their cry. They got 
to their lowest point, and they cried out to God in tears, in torment, in torture. Are you hearing me? And this is why God brought them up out of Egypt and out of the house of bondage, because they cried unto him. Listen to this. By reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows, and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land, a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Boy, ain't that something? Amen. In the day in which we live, hey, God's brought us up out of the house of bondage and God says, I want to bless you in a land of milk and honey. Amen. Even today, amen, no matter how bad it gets out there, but if we'll cry out to God, we can find ourselves on holy ground. We can find ourselves living in a place of milk and honey. Amen. And never having to worry about going back to bondage. Is everybody okay? Never have to worry about serving those gods our fathers serve. Is everybody all right? Under the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hebites, and the Jebusites. Now, verse 9, behold the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. Ain't that good? That's how they got out of bondage, Brother Larry. That's how they were able to come out from among them and be separate when they cried to God. They didn't start their life out perfect. They was, they was in bondage. So even though we may have a rough bed tonight, a lumpy bed tonight, we can cry out to God. I go in there. I go in there. My wife has washed the sheets. She's washed the blankets. It's summertime. It's 90 degrees outside, man. We got five blankets on the bed. Why? Man, I got an air conditioner. You ever go to one of them rooms, amen, where you got that air conditioner blowing across there, man? It's like you're in the Arctic. That's, that's, that's the pucket house in the summertime, amen? Is everybody okay? I go in there, man, and she's washed them. Sheets. She's washed the blankets. and She's got it made up. She's got it folded back and folded back. She's got my pillow there. She's got it fluffed up just right. Just fluffed up. Oh, and I ease on that mattress. My feet ease under them covers. I lay in that soft bed. And I sleep. I sleep, Jesse Busby, like a baby. Actually, I sleep better than a baby. Babies don't sleep all the Ain't that right, sisters? Shout hallelujah. You fixing to find out. <laughs> Y'all laugh on now. You'll be crying in a few months. Somebody help me. Can't get no rest. <laughs> Let them spend the night with you. Take them home with you. Bring them back when they're fine. I get in that bed, boy, and I get down in there and I reach over and grab my phone hallelujah for technology reach over on that phone and I pull up my, my thermostat laying there in my bed and I go down to about 64 Amen. I just get snuggled up right there 
Oh, man. What I'm telling you is this. Sometimes when the covers get old, they're just not quite as comfortable. Tyler, brother, I don't understand. Same covers, same bed. But when everything's clean, mm, freshly made, mm, fluffed up pillows, they're just so much better. What I'm saying is, I, I said the magic word when everything's clean. When everything's clean in our life, after we've escaped the house of bondage and the devil's trying to pull us back, trying to remind us and beat us up about it, we cry out to God. He said, I heard their cry. And therefore, I'm going to deliver them. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. He sees your sorrow. He sees your struggles. He sees your hardship. He sees your heartache. And he's hearing your cry. And that, my friend, is how the rough bed can become a smooth bed and a soft bed and a comfortable bed. And even though it's the bed I made, are you hearing me? And I have to sleep in it. And I have to lay in it. When God gets done cleaning the sheets, folding them back, fluffing the pillow of my life, when does that happen, Jesse Busby? When I've spent some time with him, some sweet fellowship with him. He hears my struggles, he sees my struggles, he hears my cries, he sees my tears. He said, come now. Verse 10, come now therefore and I will send thee unto Pharaoh. God will put a man of God in your life that'll help you. That's what he done for them. I didn't set it up. Amen. I didn't, I didn't even choose this life. He chose me. And God always got a man of God somewhere that'll help us. <clears throat> if, we'll, if we'll heed the message that God sent. <clears throat> so tonight, I know it was different. We saw how they dug their ditches and fortified their walls and tore their houses down. And great plan, but they didn't start out with God. And if y'all remember over in 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 32, Therefore thus saith the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he's talking to Hezekiah after he prayed, he shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor cast a bank against it. Verse 33 says, By the way that he came, by the same shall he return, and shall not come into this city, saith the Lord. And verse 34, For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake. Amen. For my servant David. God will defend you. God will take care of you if you'll let him. But you've got to be willing to seek him, cry out to him. He sees your struggles already. If you're serious about serving the Lord, I promise you he's serious about taking care of us. Amen. He's serious about blessing your life. Might not happen tonight, might not happen tomorrow night. You just stay steady with God and see what he'll do for you. Amen. Oh, yeah. 
That's good preaching, even if I am preaching it, Brother Billy. Somebody come to the piano. So tonight, tonight, I don't know how we got off on the bed thing. God knows what we need. God knows each one of our lives. Amen. And God wants to bless us. And don't forget where God brought you from. Out of the house of bondage. Tied to things that I imagine most of us, boy, we look back, probably tied to things that we was ashamed of now. Everybody okay? You ain't, you ain't in this by yourself, baby. Everybody in here's got a past. Every one of us. Every one of us, I guarantee you, has got a skeleton in the closet trying to get out right now. Knocking on the door. Said, hey, let me out. I won't tell them. God done forgave me. Amen. God done forgave you. Don't let the devil beat you up with it. And don't worry about it. Just move forward with God. Amen. Seek God first. We can plan our life. If we ain't careful, we'll plan God out of it. But if we'll just start every plan with God, every morning with God, every day with God, every, every, everything we do, start by seeking the face of God. And I promise you, Amen. Your life will be just like this. It ain't going to go like that. But it'll just start going like this. It'll just start going like this. And it'll just start going like this. How you know? Because that's what happened with me. That's what happened with me. Amen. He'll do, and what he does for one, he'll do for another. And I just got to hush tonight. Amen. I was tired when I got here. Wore well, out. Them new grandbabies will wear you out. Amen. But I love you. I love you tonight. God loves you tonight. I guess what I'm trying to say is just seek God in your life. Listen to the voice of God. And I'm nobody, but listen to this preacher. Listen to what God's sending through your preacher. It'll help you. I promise you. And I'm not saying that to lift me up. Amen. But I know my God, and I know the scripture, and I know how he set things up. So tonight, would you stand to your feet?